Hey guys, and welcome to the first ever episode of Marriage is Simply, a podcast. I'm your host, Lee Brewer. And I'm your host, Emily Brewer. Today on Marriage is Simply, we're here to tell you why. Why a podcast? Why a blog? Why talk about marriage? Hey, and after you listen to this podcast, head on over to marriageissimply.com to check out our weekly blog. You can also find us at facebook.com slash marriageissimply, and you will definitely want to go to our Instagram stories and answer today's poll question. You can find all of our accounts under the name Marriage is Simply. And now, on to today's topic, the introduction. Who in the world are we? Yeah, who are we? Like I said, my name is Lee Brewer. And my name is Emily Brewer. And we're married, which makes it so perfect for a marriage podcast. (laughs) That is one of the criteria for sure. Now, we were just discussing that it is strange the way we met. So I'm going to let Emily start us off with that. So really, how we met depends on who you ask, because one of us remembers it one way. And, well, let's just say I remember it the correct way. Ah, So, (laughs) my brother and Lee were friends in college, but I was still in high school So the first time we actually met, I came up to a basketball game with my parents where we took my brother out to eat. Well, my brother decided to invite a few or 15 friends, and Lee was one of those people. And I remember him making an impression on me in the parking lot as he held the door open for my grandmother. He made sure everybody was situated. He thought of other people before himself, and I thought that was a pretty good quality in a college guy. So I remember him when I was in high school. Then a few months later, I went up to visit my brother and actually went over to Lee's apartment where he grilled burgers and we played board games. I don't remember it that way (laughs) because I don't remember much of that at all. I remember a Mexican restaurant. I remember a basketball game and I remember people going going and hanging out together. But unfortunately, I don't remember you during that time. Yes, I'm sorry. But we were in college together. She was a freshman. I was a few years ahead of her. And uh, we met on campus at the Baptist Student Union. We went to a a Bible study one night and uh, I saw her there and found out who she was. So I turned around and said, hey, Lee, how's it going? And right in front of my face, he looked at the person sitting next to him and said, who is that? I wrote him off right then. I thought, what a jerk. We've met twice. I've been to your apartment and you don't even remember who I am, much less you had the audacity to ask somebody who I was right in front of my face. So I just turned around and never turned back. Not my finest moment. I will give you that for sure. So uh, tell, tell them about our first date. Okay. So after that day where he acted like he had no idea who I was, We kept getting pushed back together, and somehow we ended up doing a Disciple Now weekend together. Well, to prepare for that, we had to go over and have a meeting with some people, and we were poor, hungry college kids, and we thought that food would be involved in this meeting. Well, we go to this meeting, and we find out, nope, no food was involved. So after being there a couple hours, we both leave, and our stomachs are literally growling. So we rode together in Lee's car, And we had a few minutes before we had to be somewhere else. So we did what any college kid would do. We pulled into the McDonald's drive-thru. Yes. And so as we began to order the food and drive around to pick that food up, I realized I forgot my wallet. This would be the first of about 865,000 times this would happen in our relationship, which should have told me something. But we go through the drive-thru at McDonald's and guess who pays for our food? Me. That's right. She paid 
for McDonald's drive-thru for our first date. That would start this classy relationship off right. I don't even know if I would call it a date, but you're adamant it was a date, so we're going we're gonna to call it that. Well, it makes for a great story, and we did have uh, many notable dates that maybe one day we'll get into and list our top 10 dates, uh, but... What is our first movie? Do you remember? Yes. We went to the theater and we saw How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, still a good movie. I still like that movie. Hilarious. And we still try to watch it every time it comes on. So it's our special little thing that we remember. So McDonald's and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I feel like those should foreshadow something. But alas, here we are. I hope we've moved on further in our lives past a McDonald's and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days kind of date. But then again, maybe there's some simplicity in that that we can capitalize on. We have not moved past you forgetting your wallet. That is true. Now, moving past the dating, we're into our engagement. Ah, our engagement. We dated for, do you remember how long? Oh, no. She's put me on the spot. Two years. That's what I was going to say. Uh-huh. And so I, I actually went and asked her dad about it, and we talked, and he took me to lunch to a place known for their catfish. And so I did the natural thing of ordering a chicken sandwich. I was a little nervous. Like a good Mississippi boy. <laughs> and so I actually went to her apartment. I was living uh, in North Carolina at the time, and she was at Mississippi State University at this time. And so I had flown back, and I went to her apartment. I set out some candles and was waiting for her to return. I had no idea he was there. I actually was in choir in college, and I came back to my apartment after choir. I was going to just pack a bag. I didn't have Friday classes. This was on a Thursday night. And so I was going to go home a day early and just go hang out with my parents. So when I pulled up to my apartment, I could see this glow coming through my curtains, and I knew my roommate had already gone home for the weekend. So For some reason, nothing told me to run. Instead, something told me, unlock the door and go inside. So I did. And when she walked inside, there was music playing. There were candles everywhere. She had a little white dog named Biscuit at the time. And so when she opened the door, he runs to her and she begins looking around. And then I step out of the kitchen doorway into the living room and surprised her. And the first thing I said was, wait. Did my parents know I'm not coming home right now? And I had a good idea what was happening next, but it had been a hard week at school. I was trying to finish up my degree, and it came at the perfect time. I was so excited to see him. And while some engagements are very grand and public, this was perfectly us. It was perfectly me. It was a private, quiet moment because, let's face it, we were going to be in ministry. Eventually, I'd be a mom. Life is crazy. And that quiet, private, sweet moment was absolutely perfect to begin our engagement, our marriage together. So as the music was playing and I got down on one knee and I said all the wonderful things I said to her that I can't recall at this moment, but uh, I, you know, I told her how much I loved her and I was dedicated and committed to her forever and asked if she would marry me. And she said, yes, I put the ring on her finger and asked if we could dance. And so as the music played, we just kind of danced real slowly. And I remember her whispering something into my ear. Do you remember what you whispered at that moment? I have no idea. I still remember it. And I did not ask you ahead of time because I wanted to see your reaction right now. As we slow danced, she whispered in my ear, can I stop dancing and look at my ring now? (laughs) (laughs) I remember that now. Yes. I didn't even look at the ring through all of it. That's right. And I said, oh, of course, of course. Yes. So she began... She, she ran over. She turned the light on. Uh, I began blowing out the candle. She was looking at her ring. 
And uh, we both realized we need to go tell our parents or show our parents the ring. They already knew it was coming. Um, my grandparents lived there in town, so we wanted to go see them. And, uh, and, and it just began a wonderful night of kind of hopping around to some homes and telling people and calling a few people. So Engagement. Such an exciting time. So naive, yet so excited. <laughs> and then I flew back to North Carolina as she began planning and preparing for our wedding. Ooh, what a time. I don't ever recommend taking four summer school classes, trying to find a job in a new state, packing an apartment, and planning a wedding all at the same time while your fiancé lives 13 hours away. And for the record... I did almost no planning for the wedding. All I did was get fitted for my tux. I flew in two days before so I could play golf and enjoy some time with the guys before the wedding. And that's pretty much my contribution to this whole wedding scenario. So on a hot August 13th day of 2005, we were married in Starkville, Mississippi, and thus began our love story. Oh, that day was so hot. So hot. 150 degrees, 200% humidity. And they turn off the air conditioner in a tr- small church so you could hear the preacher. That's right. That's right. It was hot that day. Now, I will say, to move on past this fairly quickly, though, we had the greatest reception of all time. Oh, here we go. Yes, here we go. Because, guys, listen up. This was the manly man reception. But I will tell you. My wife loved this reception as well. Uh, We had our reception at Mississippi State University, and it was in a building that was on the end of the football stadium. And so the ballroom wall was all glass that looked out over the football field. And you could not have planned this more perfectly for a sports fan. The team, the Mississippi State football team, was scrimmaging at that moment. So during our first dance, As husband and wife, we began to dance, but every man in the room and some of the ladies were standing at the window watching the football game. And I'm dancing with my new bride, beautiful as she was, but I was still peeking over her shoulder at the football game out the window. Yes, so I am determined one day to have a vow renewal, and I'm going to get a do-over for my first dance, because I'm still a little sad about that. While I am a huge football fan, to me, I missed out on a really sweet moment. So one day I'm going to get a do-over for that dance. Yeah, she is a big football fan. That's one of the most endearing qualities about her. We get to cheer together. Now, that's a little bit about us, but I have a question. Now, we'll have a segment during these podcasts. Today's segment is called Fill in the Blank. So, Emily, fill in the blank. Our marriage over 15 years has been? Worth it. Oh, okay. Two words. I'm going to applaud that one. I like that. Okay, explain that a little. You know, when we were planning the wedding, when we got engaged, everything seemed like roses. It was going to be perfect, right? Nobody tells you how hard it is. Nobody tells you how hard it is. They may hint at it, but you don't understand until you've been there. It's sort of like describing war or describing any kind of contest or challenge to somebody. If you haven't been there, you don't understand it. But the one thing I can say is that it's been worth it. The hard times, the good times. I mean, we've now lived in three different states. We have two kids. We have tons of dogs, but it's all been worth it. Even the hardest days have been worth it to be with you. The ministry that we've done, the life that we've built, the things that we've yet to do, it's been worth it. Love that answer. Love that answer. Now, I will answer it this way. Our marriage over 15 years has been fantastical. Now, fantastic was going to be my word until I came up with this idea that it is more fantastical because 
that word can mean amazing. And that's what it that's what it has been for 15 years. It, it, looking back, it's been amazing, wondrous. It, it also can mean there's a, an oddity to it, which means marriage can be strange. It's a journey. And if it was if it was so simple, if the pathway was so straight and perfect, you wouldn't have a chance to go through tough times together, which can make you stronger. And it has made us stronger to go through some tough times. So there may have been some odd times, some weird times, but that's part of the journey of marriage. So to me, marriage over 15 years has been fantastical. So we could say fantastically worth it. Fantastically worth it. Now, that's a little bit about us. Now, you may be asking, why are you two guys doing a podcast? Well, there's several reasons. First of all, we want to help other people have a better marriage. Yeah, I mean, that's really the bottom line. We love to help people in their marriage. We also want to do it to strengthen our own marriage, to be a little bit better for each other. And we want it to be a comfortable space to where you can hear about and talk about things that may be a little uncomfortable. Mm, Yes, yes. We may be broaching topics occasionally that you haven't been brave enough to broach yourself. And we also want to do life together. We want to journey through the ups and the downs of marriage and family, uh, not just in our marriage, but we want to do that journey with you as well. We want to share what we're going through, and we want to hear back from you uh, on occasion about what you're going through. Yes, we definitely have a heart for people, a heart for other couples. We're in this together. We want to share our stories and our experiences with you so that we can laugh, cry, pray our way through the best and the worst moments of life together. We're in this together. That's right. We're in this together. And marriage always needs the commitment of knowing that tomorrow you'll be there with each other. No matter what we do today, no matter what happens in our marriage, we have this level of trust that tomorrow we're still going to be in it together. And that's what our commitment to each other is all about. And that's why we wanted to share a little bit about who we are. We wanted you to know who we are so that as we begin sharing, you've got a picture of our life, our marriage, our family. And our journey, and it's not always easy, but we do want you to know that there's hope, that there is joy, and there's always a dawn after a dark period of our marriage. And we will get into some of those things in another podcast, but we hope that you'll stay with us long enough to find those areas where you can improve, where you need to be encouraged, and we can be part of that journey with you. So obviously, we're going to talk about our marriage and we're going to share about us, but we also want to hear about you, about your marriage, about your life, about your family. Send us an email of how you and your spouse met or how you got engaged to Lee at marriageassimply.com or Emily at marriageassimply.com. We want to know. Well, and since you said we want to know, it's now time for us to go. But we'll be back in two weeks with a new podcast, and it's all about knowing your spouse's love language. It's going to be so good. I love that topic. So go ahead and head on over to our website, marriageassimply.com, and then follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Marriage Assimply. Don't forget to answer our poll on Instagram. And remember, marriage is simply something new every day. Now give me a kiss and let's put this podcast to bed. Mm